Welcome to the podcast for Neurobiology of Sex. This is Nikki, and for today's episode, I will be discussing the mechanism for maternal behavior formation. To understand maternal behavior, I first want to speak with three non-human virgin animals about their maternal tendencies when exposed to foster infants. Over here! Uh, excuse me, um, Miss Ratmam, a question, if you're willing to answer. Oh, okay, sure. Great. So there are currently foster pups in your vicinity. Do you want to gather them together? This is a very common maternal behavior in rats. Oh no, I do not want to be around them. Hard pass. Oh, okay. Three days later. All right, the pups have still been here. What about now? I mean, I don't mind them, but I am not gonna do anything. Three more days later. Alright, Miss Rat, it's been about six days now, and I just- Oh, you've already gathered them. Well, of course! I need to take care of them! So, we observed that rats can acquire maternal behavior when enough time passes. What about rabbits? Let's go hunt some rabbits. Ah, uh, Miss Rabbit, how are you doing? Pretty alright. That's good. Now, you are around some rabbit kids that aren't yours. Do you want to do something to help the little kids? Not particularly, no. Oh, then... You really don't need to cut forward in days like the rat there because I do not feel any need to help these kids. Huh? Yeah, really. No research has ever found foster behavior in rabbits. Oh, well, uh, what about the sheep? I heard my name? Well... Oh. If you're wondering about foster behavior, then you should not ask me, because sheep usually travel in herds, so us females are very used to lambs being near, and we do not have maternal behavior towards lambs that aren't our own. That does make sense. Looking back, it appears that maternal behavior is not very innate. It seems that some trigger should be happening that allows for maternal behavior to occur. In the book, The Parental Brain, Mechanisms, Development, and Evolution by Michael Newman, Newman discusses the formation of maternal behavior in the mammals I talked to previously being reliant on hormone concentrations during pregnancy. Three hormones of note are estradiol, progesterone, and prolactin. Estradiol tends to be low during the first part of pregnancy, then it rises to a high level and remains high at birth. Progesterone levels, in contrast, are high during the first part of pregnancy, then around halfway, it begins to slowly decline. Towards the end of the term, progesterone levels drop rapidly where it stays at low levels. Prolactin is found to have daily surges in rats for the first half of pregnancy, then rises again at birth. When these hormones patterns occur during pregnancy, the result is increased oxytocin receptors in areas of the brain important for maternal behavior. How were scientists able to confirm these hormones were important? Well, scientists Moltz et al. in 1970 near mimicked the hormonal profile of pregnancy in virgin rats and found that administering estrogen, progesterone, and prolactin resulted in virgin rats displaying maternal behavior within two days of being exposed to foster pups. Notably, there seems to be a higher importance of estrogen and progesterone than prolactin in developing maternal behavior. It has also been shown that a rapid progesterone decline is essential for maternal behavior as well. In another study, when doing injections of estradiol and progesterone that mimic pregnancy on overectomized rabbits, we see that it also induces maternal behavior. In contrast, sheep seem to require vaginal stimulation as well as a mimicked hormonal profile for maternal behavior to happen. From these studies, it seems to be that these hormones are influencing the onset of maternal behavior in all these animals. But what are these hormones exactly doing? 
Estradiol has been shown in all these animals to increase the number of oxytocin receptors in certain regions of the brain. These regions include the medial preoptic area, or the MPOA, the medial amygdala, the MEA, and the medial prefrontal cortex, or MPFC. Stimulating rats with oxytocin after simulating pregnancy hormone cycle results in the onset of maternal behavior as well, giving strong indication that oxytocin is the neurotransmitter for maternal behavior. The MPOA is also where prolactin has been found to activate maternal behavior. Despite knowing that the drop in progesterone levels is important, we still don't know how progesterone influences brain structure, which is a question that needs to be looked into further. Since rats are capable of maternal behavior when exposed to pups for extended periods, it is clear that hormones are not solely the cause of maternal behavior. However, it appears that they do alter the brain in ways that increase the likelihood for maternal behavior to occur. If this behavior is increased due to hormone levels in pregnancy, then why doesn't maternal behavior present while the animals are pregnant? In a study conducted in 2004 by Mann and Babb, they sought to identify an inhibitory mechanism for maternal behavior in pregnant rats. Previously, it had been found that olfaction, or smelling, seemed to prevent onset of rats displaying maternal behavior to foster pups. This discovery is only a first step in a potential pathway to inhibiting maternal behavior. This study involved inactivation of two specific areas of a rat brain, the ventral medial hypothalamus, abbreviated as VMH, or the dorsal medial hypothalamus, abbreviated as DMH. One of these two regions was lesioned, and then they tested if pregnant rats near birth acquired maternal behavior to foster pups. Van and Babb found that the rats with lesioned VMH displayed maternal behavior much faster than when the VMH functioned normally. This would indicate that the VMH plays a role in inhibiting maternal behavior. They also found that rats with lesion DMH were much more likely to display maternal behavior faster. However, this was not statistically significant in their study. From these studies, we can see that hormones play an essential role in altering the neuronal circuitry of maternal behavior. To think that pregnancy not only allows for the formation of a new organism, but also leads to changes in the mother's brain is absolutely fascinating. While I could talk much more about the formation of maternal behavior, that is unfortunately all the time we have left. Thank you so much for checking out this episode, and I hope you look forward to the next one. This has been Nikki. Have a nice night.